Hello, my friends, hitters, men, women, and everything in between. Welcome back to the Thousand Ways Podcast. My name is Caesar, and I have a favor to ask you. Two things, and you'll hear me talk about it. First thing is first, I am now a certified USAW coach, and I need practice. I need to practice with some stuff. So if you're interested in any coaching or anything like that, like programming stuff, hit my line. You can find that shit in the description. Other thing, if you just want free, like technical kind of stuff, I, I'm down, I'm down for it. Send me your goddamn videos to my Instagram, to my Twitter, to my email, whatever. I'm going to say this again at the very end, but I need it. I would love to do it. I would love to help anybody out realistically because helping me helps you. And I just want to get better. So anybody who's interested in learning or getting taught by me, just just send me send me some videos of you lifting and I'll see if there's anything wrong with them. And uh, if, if not, I'll just do like some fun. I'm, you know, like how all those guys are like, send me videos and we'll go over technical progressions and we'll go over your technique video analysis. That's what I'm doing. But I'm doing it for free because I kind of want to. I just want to get better. And that's the name of the game. But uh, thank you. And also drop a motherfucking five star down there at the bottom, whatever whatever it is that you're doing, uh, listening to this podcast on, just drop a five star, just a five spot. You know, it doesn't doesn't hurt. Helps me out. Five spot. Leave a comment. Let me know what you think of the show. I'd appreciate it. Uh, yeah, we talk about. I, I, it's just me today. We talk about a little bit of training um, around the. Tw- uh, I I kind of start talking and I don't stop talking, uh, after this intro, this intro should be about four or five minutes long. It goes for about 20 minutes. So you can, if you don't want to hear about training, kind of skip forward to about the 20 minute mark, uh, or 25 minute mark, depending on when this, after you hear the intro music, um, then we start talking about the real stuff, the real, the real, uh, the real episode on what's next. But I appreciate every single one of you. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear from you. If you guys want to send me emails, you guys want to send me something, you want to get in touch with me, fucking do it. I dare you. I dare you. I dare you to just send me an email saying, hello. I'll talk to you. I promise. It's fun. We can develop some good repertoire. Uh, but thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, I hope you enjoy the video. Or not video. God damn the episode the podcast this isn't video yet uh you can find all the previous episodes on the on itunes or anywhere you can stream it wherever you're fucking streaming it from now but i do have a website the thousand ways podcast.com you can find all the stuff there and uh yeah you can get in contact with me there i just want to talk to everybody man i love doing this i know people are listening i hope so i just i just kind of want to touch base with everybody but uh, thank you guys. I can't stress enough how much this means to me. We're approaching 
quite a milestone in in the uh, in the on the metrics and, and downloads with with this with this show, and I could not have done it without everybody who has listened to it. So, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for making this another thing that I'm proud to do. And stay hard and keep fucking working. You'll hear more about that later, but remember that. Stay hard, keep fucking working. Thank you guys. I'll talk to you later. Barely down the street, the brim pool without low. Ain't no sound but the sound of his feet. Machine guns ready to go. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? Out of the doorway, the bullets whip to the sound of the beat. Yeah. And another one gone, and another one gone. Another one bites the dust. Ah, what's up? Everybody in the world. What's up? It's, uh, what's my name? It's the inner game of tennis here. The inner game of your fucking mom. What's up? What's going on? Welcome to the 1,000 ways podcast episode 26 labeled what's next what's next i'm your host uh mindset that's my name mindset and uh well boy do we have a fucking show ready for you today yeah I'm pretty excited. I'm coming to you live from uh, from my underwear, and I'm pretty excited. Pretty excited for this one because this is my first episode as a coach. I'm a real motherfucking coach now, boys and girls, whoever. Whoever. I'm a coach now. USAW level one. And we'll talk about that. We'll get there, bro. But don't you don't you worry. Don't you worry. Uh what it on to be? Um Oh, first question, you know. First question. How are you today, everybody? Sorry. I've been a little bit behind with uh I've been a little bit behind with uh, with with the podcast. I apologize. I just life's been a little busy, you know. Usually I record stuff on the weekends. This past weekend I was taking my level one course and uh, I was getting home super late, tired. 
what do you mean? You shouldn't be tired. Or you should push through it. Because that's what you say. Yeah, well, you know what? Shit happens, okay? So, I'm putting this episode out. It's Thursday, August 29th. This episode will come out Friday, the 30th. Payday! And, uh... And then we'll just go on with our lives like nothing ever happened. We'll get back on track. But before we do that, before we do that, let me sit there. Let me sit here and talk to you. We're four minutes in. Four minutes in from the, yeah, four minutes in from the start of it. And I'm going to talk about training for a little bit I would say like 10-15 minutes if I can manage it and then uh, you guys can fucking skip this if you want to Um, but then after that we'll get back on track because I know that some people like my training stuff some people like listening to what I have to do with training because you know I am a weightlifter somewhat but uh, competition next weekend Rep Max performance in Orange, that's where I'm going. That's where Bailey's going. We're going to be out there. It's going to be on a Sunday. And uh, and I'm ready to go out there and and uh, perform. Do my best. Give it my all. Um, so that's going to be fun. Uh, what are we on? Week six or seven of the program? And, uh, I, we're just, I'm just trying new things, you know, um, I definitely taken this meet seriously. You know, it's, it's a meet, it's a competition day. You should always, you should always practice the way that you play. Um, but we're definitely making some changes, you know, Sage and, uh, and, uh, her coach, Charlie have, you know, taken it upon them to try to help me fix my, my clean and, and, uh, and they move my feet in just a little bit. And for real, it's just been kind of different. And that's uh, sometimes you got to do that. Sometimes you got to challenge yourself to do different things. I got big motherfucking legs. So it's like really uncomfortable down there. But we'll get it. We'll get it. We'll get going. Um, Very recently, very recently, <clears throat> it was on Saturday. This past Saturday, whoever hasn't seen it on my Instagram already, but uh, clean and jerked 185, which is like the heaviest that I've clean and jerked since like right around national time. Uh, so 185 is, is pretty good. It's 408 pounds. Uh, clean that at Waxman's gym. That was fun. You know, I had a bunch of his hitters sitting out there watching. Um, watching those guys lift. It's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool setting. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about the actual course a little bit later, but yeah, training there was training. there was cool. Um, it's a different setting, different vibe. There's definitely some, you know, there's real hitters there. Uh, and it's just cool. Kind of just kind of being in that environment. They kind of struck me as like, uh, like training in a training hall right before a big competition, you know, those, uh, there's everyone, everyone's there. Like everyone, everyone deserves to be there. Everyone is there for a reason. And it's very, you know, very serious, very different, you know, very different from, from my gym and and where we train. 
not saying that it's not serious, <clears throat> but they they have a you know they have a, a different way about it. They they're very you know they're very diligent, they're very focused, and it was it was really cool to be a part of it and kind of see it and witness all of it. Uh, I, I would like to say that you know my wrist doesn't hurt, but uh, kind of kind of does. I've been icing it. I've been icing it, kind of getting through it and pushing through the pain a little bit. There's definitely a difference between pain and discomfort. And I'm I'm right on the fucking line of what's painful and what's discomforting. It's sometimes they kind of blur into each other, so I really don't know. Uh, sometimes my wrist really is discomforting. Sometimes the shit really hurts, and then they kind of just feel the same. Maybe it's just me, like, pushing through it and pushing through, like, real pain pain. But... I'm starting to think it's all mental. It's definitely all mental. Uh, but uh, but yeah, overall training's been going good. Training has been very interesting, uh, as far as as far as programming wise, and you know, I I kind of over the course of the last couple, we, I trained this morning, and over the la- course of the last couple of weeks, something I've really been focusing on, it's just just a small supplemental exercise, just like the strict press. You know, where you're front racking the bar and then pushing it straight overhead with no dip, no drive, um, you know, no drive. It's it's just kind of strict press. And, and I've always been I've always been a real like leg like a like my strength really comes from my legs. And I uh my strength really comes from my legs and, and that's kinda how it's always been since since high school. And and it's kind of been a huge pain in the ass because you know, testing for stuff like that in high school, like bench press during football or like my arm for baseball, all that kind of stuff. It's just never was good at incline, never was good at straight, like bench press, never was good at all that stuff. But I can, you know, sitting over here jerking, jerking 200 kilos above my head just really doesn't make sense, you know. But um, I kind of figured if if I can do what I can do in the jerk with little to no strength above my head or, you know, in my arms, can you imagine what I could do with real strength? Probably a lot. It's crazy. But, uh, I started paying attention to my strict press and my push press. And I think it was like at the start of the program, the very first week of the program, it's, uh, it was a strict press workout, and I think I start like I maxed out at, on a strict press set, nine at like eighty five kilos, like eighty five kilos the like week one, so eighty five kilos was like one hundred eighty seven pounds, and it's you know it's not that impressive when you're strict pressing it, especially when you can put as much weight as you can overhead. But when you understand that the jerk workout, well, like a jerk is more of a leg workout and your your arms are just kind of there, it kind of makes more sense. But I, I strict press 85 kilos the first week and the next week I was just kind of really, I was like, I really need to work on this. I really need to focus on this. And, and I did. And that next week I hit 90. So I hit 90 kilos the next week. And each each one of these workouts each one of these workouts has been something like like either like five, four, three, two, one, or like five sets, four or five sets of three, or build up to like a heavy single. 
in the in the strict press and and that's kind of what i've done so week one i hit 85 week one i hit 85 week two week two i hit 90 and then it was week three yeah week three came in with a fucking huge huge jump i hit 91 fuck yeah bro hit 91 kilos you know and the thing is like i've never really like I, i've never worked press i've never done that i've never worked press i've never done any serious sort of press workout so hitting 91 kilos is is pretty is after hitting a i i could i guess you could say this like these are my prs because i've never really paid attention to them so 85 85 it's like 187 pounds then I hit 90 the following week, which is 198, and then hit the fucking big 200. Big 200 on week three. And... Oh, wait, no, no, that was week four. That was week four, because week three, week one, week two... Week three, I did a back off week. So back off week was I just because my wrist was hurting, so I just did squats and pulls and all that stuff. So week four was deload. So week four, excuse me, week four I hit ninety one. I hit ninety one on strict press, and then we're in week seven now. We're on week seven. What the hell? Get the, f- what the shit? Get the, f- got some, got some weird ass pop up on my motherfucking phone here. Cause, ew, get off my phone, bro. I don't. I'm. I love Jesus. Get off me. So week five. Week five, I came in hot. I came in hot with a 93, 93 kilo push press pr not not push press sorry strict press goddamn calculator not working for shit what is going on here apple apple your phone is trash phone is trash so week five came in with a 93 which is 205 pounds and then nine and then week six week six i guess you guys can guess what happened week six 95 209 pounds and then today i was like you know let's just let's just do it let's just let's just send it you know, I feel like an asshole for saying that, but let's just put it in the mail and FedEx that fucking bitch and see what happens. And I put 98 on the bar. Ooh, shit. Put 98 on the bar. And 98 is 216 pounds. And 98 was a PR for me. So 98 kilos is a PR for me. And I hit that. So over the course of seven weeks, I've managed to put 
what is that? What is that? 98 minus 85. It's simple math. It's 13, but I just wrote it out on the side just to make sure. Just to double check. You know, can't have any lame facts on this podcast because we're serious here. But uh, so put on 13 kilos in seven weeks on a on a workout that I really don't even work on. So it was small jumps, small increments because it's really easy to. You know, I, I just fucking, I promise you that on the week that I hit 93, which was week five, if you bet your ass, I went from 90 to 95 and then fucked it up and then did 93, you know, and then the same thing happened with 95 with 95 on week six. I try to go from 93 or, you know, 90 to hundred. So like a 10 kilo jump. And I, I, I biffed that one. I, I could not make a hundred for the life of me. So I, you know, I went and did 95. And even though I failed at one of them, I failed at the big one. I still managed to have uh, a PR. So, you know, it's not all about taking big, stupid jumps. And, you know, as, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm going to come off as such a douche for saying this and constantly saying it through the duration of the podcast. But kind of the, the way that, you know, it makes sense. It makes sense that you kind of have to, as, as like, as a new coach and the way that I would like to coach my athletes, whichever ones are, you know, interested it's, it's, and the way that I've been taught, it's not about, it's about those small kind of victories, the making sure that you're like, you're happy with what it is that you do, that you're not fucking devastated that you miss a 10 kilo jump, but you know, a 10 kilo a seven kilo PR, but you're a good, you know, you're satisfied with the two cause you did better than you've ever done. Um, same thing really with the push press. I'm not really good with the push press. So I've, uh, I've, uh, I've really focused on that. And, and today I managed to do 155 for a double without a belt. And that's, that's big. It's big moves because I thought it was, I thought it was lighter, but it was definitely heavier. But it's same progress, same target. Like around week one, I only I had only done 140, and then week two I did like 145. Week three and four, you know, week three was back off. Week four was like first time at 150 where I hit it for a single, and then five six along, you know, along that I, along that timeline I went from you know 150, 150 something to 155. Oh no, no, it was like 150 to 155 for like a double. And then today I tried 160 and I almost died. So take it with a grain of sodium chloride. You know, it's salt. That's what I said. Sodium chloride. Anybody remember that Jimmy Neutron reference? Sick. Well, I would like to... Okay, so... Yeah, after all that training, after all that stuff, we got a competition coming up in a week. Uh, excited about it. Really, really focused on on uh, just trying to do better. And, uh, I mean, obviously, obviously working through an injury, working through an injury, working through these kind of meets, I'm not really trying to kill myself with, with numbers and kill myself with like the biggest goddamn total that I can muster. Cause that's really stuff for like nationals and big, big meets definitely going to lift big weights, but it's not going to be like, <sighs> it's not going to be like 
crazy, crazy. You know, I got to save myself and save myself for the marriage of, uh, you know, like nationals next year and, and, uh, like American opens and, and all that kind of stuff, but we're going to have fun. We're going to live heavy. Um, so yeah, that's cool. So look, we're like at the 20 minute mark. So, uh, if you can, yeah, 20 minutes. Uh, so that's good. That's a good time frame for training stuff. Um, so now I'm going to gradually transform over to the regular part of the podcast with a story starting now. So as we move on from the weightlifting and training kind of stuff, uh, I'm going to sit here and talk about what's next. What's next? And it's, it's, uh, it's kind of interesting. <clears throat> kind of interesting to to uh to sit here I, I keep catching myself honest to god i keep catching myself thinking like wow like you know it's it's i could sit here and go like i'm a coach i'm a coach now and i'm really proud of that uh, but really what makes a good coach you know <clears throat> i went through i went through the seminar and i did all that kind of stuff and I'm, I'm proud of that, but obviously coaching, you know, coaching someone means that you have experience in that and being a good coach means that you're constantly learning and doing all that stuff. And I intend to do that. So I'll kind of catch myself like, yeah, I'm a, like, I'm an actual coach now, but on the same spectrum, like I have a lot of work to do. I have a lot of stuff to do before I get to that level. And that's, what's fun. That's, what's fun about this whole thing where it's not necessarily it's not necessarily a bad thing i heard it in training the other day where sage was saying sage said something that it's something that that i had heard before where it's where you realize the more you learn the less you realize that you know and it's truthfully like that but uh it's about a story story time monday monday yeah, Monday earlier this week, I was on my way to work. I was on time, which was funny because um, having to drive an hour somewhere, it's all it takes is one little thing to f- get you off, you know, get you off and get you super late. So I was uh, I was on time. I would I would have gotten to work maybe 10, 15 minutes early. And as you leave my, as you leave my house, there's a turn that you have to go to, to get to the, to get to the freeway. And on my way to get there, uh, on my way to get there, it's like a two lane, it's like an intersection. It's like a two, uh, two lane intersection. And the lane to your left can go straight. You're in a turn lane and a go straight lane. And then there's a turn lane to your left on the far left side. So I'm in the far right side so I could turn onto the road easily. And normally that that turn that turn you go and you're there for maybe less than 40 seconds, you know, like you're there, you pull up to it and then you turn. But I'd gone through three or four full goddamn light rotations before I had even seen what would happen, like what was happening and it was in, like it was incredibly frustrating cuz I was like what is going on? What the fuck is happening up there? What what kind of idiot is what so people are turning 
it on the inside lane, like in the middle lane, people are turning right. And I'm like, you can't fucking do that. What are you doing? That's illegal. If there's a cop there, you're going to get pulled over. So people are turning and I'm like, something's happened in this lane. So as we pull closer and closer and closer, uh, I see that there's this truck that's kind of pulled off to the side. His hazards aren't on, but the guy himself, he's out of the car on the side, just on his phone. And a part of me, the duality of man, a part of me was like, man, what the fuck is going on with this guy? Why? Like, ser- like this guy's like, this guy's going to make me late. And a part of me was like, I hope this guy is okay. <laughs> Like, oh, this guy's okay. I hope nothing's like wrong with this guy. And, uh, and it was, uh, you know, it was unfortunate to think that way in the first place. Like this guy's ruining my day. Um, and then the people in the lane next to me, like the person in front of me kind of got out of the lane. They, they merged left and the person behind me merged left and cut me off. Like from my ability to move. Like to to the to the to the lane next to me, so I'm sitting here, and I get I pull up behind this guy. I pull up behind this guy, and and I roll my I roll my evil uh, my my window down, not evil. I roll my window down, and I'm I'm like, y'all good, bro? Like you good? You good? And he's like, yeah, man. I'm sorry. Like I'm sorry. Uh, my car like car just died. Truck just died on me. And I'm like, what are you apologizing to me for, bro? Like, are you good? He's like, yeah, I'm good. And, like, he's in the very front of this lane. And if we call a tow truck, like, the tow truck's going to essentially block off the entire intersection. And it's going to be a big mess. So I kind of I look out and, like, you want to push it? He looks at me. He's like, you think we could? I'm like, yeah, bro. We could, we could push this fucking thing. So I turn my car off. I turn my car off, I leave my hazards on, and I walk up and I help him push his car up and around the corner because it's actually up a little bit of a steep turn, just like not super steep, but just like it's a real pain in the ass to try to push a fucking truck up there. So he goes on the left side, I go on the right side, <clears throat> I'm pushing this truck up with him and it's it's slow going, but we're getting it moving. Um and uh, some guy, some guy from across the street, is like, "Hey, you guys want some help?" And I'm like, "Yeah, bro, come on, let's go." So he comes over and he helps us out, and we push the car up. We push the car up. We pull it off to the side. Now it's easily accessible for a tow truck to come and help this guy out if, if you know, if need be. It's not dangerous, you know. It's it's kind of it's just a lot easier. But it's like we help this dude just stay safe. And then the guy, the guy who comes up and he leaves, he's like, I don't know how you guys were going to get this truck up the hill, <laughs> oh, like up the turn. And I was like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty strong. <laughs> he's like, I see that. And then he just leaves. And I was like, what a, what a friendly character. <laughs> and then uh, I stop and I check in on that other guy. I'm like, yo, like, are you going to, are you going to be okay? He's like, yeah, I'm going to be okay. I'm on the phone. I'm like, turn your hazards on. He's like, like my whole battery died. Like I can't. I can't. I'm like, okay, man. Well, good luck. I hope everything goes well. He's like, thank you, man. He shakes my hand. And then I walk back down the corner, right? I walk back down the corner to see my little car right there. See my little car with my hazards on. 
like it's stopping traffic. <laughs> There's a like a bunch of people stuck behind me. Right? There's a bunch of people stuck behind me. People are honking at me and yelling at me to get back into my car. And I'm like, I'm just putting my hands up. I'm like, what? Like, what are you guys going to do? Like, there's little that I know. Like, I, I, I'm sure none of them saw what was happening. I, I don't think anyone were paying attention. But, you know, like, are we just help this guy push his truck up the up the little corner. And you guys are going to get pissed off at me because I'm helping some I'm helping my fellow man like it's it's kind of stupid <laughs> it's really dumb for you to get mad at me for helping somebody else out you know I'm sorry that my kindness you know interrupts your day I'm sorry that you guys are sitting there thinking about how this bad situation for this man is ruining your day <laughs> so you know like they're honking at me tell me to get back into my car and get back into my car, turn it on, and I go, and some guy almost fucking takes off the, like the hat, like some semi-truck almost takes off half my car, because he's turning, and he's turning too shallow, and he's turning from the middle lane, and, you know, I was, oh my god, I was so heated, so mad, so pissed off, now, that, that's a true story, happened, it's not really unbelievable, shit happens, uh, but the biggest the biggest thing that I took away from that, it didn't hit me until a little bit later. It didn't hit me until a little bit later when I started to realize, like I started thinking about why, like why was everyone pissed off at me? Like why I was doing a good thing. I did something good to help somebody else and everyone else is being a real fucking cock about it. And, and everyone was just being so selfish and, and it just kind of, kind of got me thinking like, no matter what it is that you do, no matter what you think is beneficial for you or you choose to help somebody else, you choose to make improve someone else's life or your life or whatever decision you tend to make, even if it's good and wholesome all the way through, dog, some people are still going to be such fucking cocks about it. They're still going to be so upset at the fact that your kindness and your deliberate acts of service and and just your the kind of person you are they're it's going to upset them to their core because of some little inconvenience because they're running a couple minutes late like like imagine if this guy's car had died on the freeway and this guy just he just like something terrible happens and he fucking dies like that that's the like the, again like some people might overlook it some people might not think that it's that important like but that's like that could have been possible like he could have been while we were pushing the thing up the road like some guy could have some some asshole could have just sideswiped him and killed him somebody could have killed me you know and and at that moment everyone else is thinking like oh i'm going to be fucking late for work cuz this fucking idiot is just He's being a nice. He's being such a nice. And you can't really, like, can you really get mad at someone like that? Like, I'm sorry that your life has such little meaning and such little, like, you have to get mad at some dumb shit like that. But <clears throat> anyway, it, it really got me thinking on, on that kind of stuff and how no matter what, no matter what it is that you choose to do, how wholesome or 
how wholesome or selfless or even selfish it is, even if it's good, people are still going to hate it. People are still going to disapprove. And it's sometimes you just got to, sometimes you just got to, you know, put your fingers in the air. You know, put your, if everybody from the 313, you know, put your motherfucking hands up and follow me. Everybody from the 313, put your motherfucking hands up. Look, look. Now, while he stands tough, notice that this man did not have his hands up. This free world's got you gassed up. Now, who's afraid of the big bad wolf? One, two, Three into the four. One puck. Two puck. Three puck. Four. Four puck. Three puck. Two puck. One. Your puck. He's puck. Your puck. None. This guy ain't no motherfucking MC. I know everything he's got to say against me. I am white. I am a fucking bum. I do live in a trailer with my mom. My boy Future is an Uncle Tom. I do got a dumb friend named Cheddar Bob who shoots himself in his leg with his own gun. I did get jumped by all six of you chumps. And wink, he did have sexual relations with my girl. I'm still standing here screaming, fuck the free world. Don't ever try to judge me, dude. Because you don't know what the fuck I have been through. But I know something about you. You went to Cranbrook. That's a private school. Damn. That's hard, bro. Spitting words. Spitting logic. I wish I wish my friend Kyle was here. He could help me finish that. Okay, where was I? Anyways, pressing pressing on, moving forward. Pressing forward. Uh Pressing forward, I like to think that anybody who who can get mad at somebody by uh, by really by just doing something good, they have to take a second to to think about their lives. What's the matter, dog? Are you embarrassed? This is what I would say to that person who gets mad at at someone for doing something good. This guy's a gangster. His real name is Clarence. And Clarence lives at home with both parents. And Clarence's parents, they do have a real good marriage. This guy, he doesn't want to battle. He's shook. Because ain't no such thing as halfway crooks. He's scared to death. He's scared to look at his freaking yearbook. Frick Cranbrook, you know, and then, and then, you know, this is when the music kind of shuts off and and you really have to sit and think and ruminate and, and kind of think about what you're going to say next to this person who's really upset that you're a good person, you know, Frick a beat, you know, I'll go acapella, Frick a Papa Doc, Frick a clock, Frick a trailer, Frick everybody, you know, Frick you all if you doubt me. I'm a piece of frickin' white trash. I'll say it proudly. And frick this battle. I don't want to win. I'm outie. Here. Tell these people something they don't know about me. 
and then you hand them the microphone for them to actually sit there and complain and, and tell you everything that's wrong with you. Oh, you're a piece of shit because you're such a nice guy. And, and then they just kind of sit there and they can't, they can't say, they can't say the words. They can't say the words because everybody knows. Everybody already knows that you're a good person. Wow, this podcast has gone off the rails. Okay. So that's the story. Pushing that truck up the hill. People were going to be pissed off at you no matter what. But uh, it's up to you on how disciplined you are and what your convictions are on, on how you can stay positive and how you can push through something like that because it's not always going to be something like impeding traffic. It's It's going to be something like, well, I want to do this. I w- I'd rather start, you know, I'd rather go work for a nonprofit. I'd rather join the military. I'd rather do something instead of going to college, you know. And that person who's sitting there honking at you to get back in your car, it's its your mom or your dad or your brother or your sister or your boyfriend or girlfriend. And and that's that's really that's really important if it's a lot easier said than done but if you can't you're the only person that has to go to bed with yourself you know you can you can sleep in the bed with somebody else you shouldn't be sleeping in the bed with your mom and your dad when you're 20 but you know to each their own if you know you're sleeping right in between your mom and your dad at 20 and they're kissing you on the head good night and you're snuggled up in between them and like well what do you want to do with your life buddy i want to be a comedian and they're like get out of the bed you know sometimes you're gonna have to get out of your bed you have to put your pants back on and get out of your bed get out of their bed and, and go to yours oh my gosh <sighs> this podcast is a mess. <laughs> so, like I said before, uh, like I said at the beginning, I am a level one coach now. I went to the seminar over the la- over the weekend, and since then, seminar itself was really cool you know i had to wake up a little bit early to drive out to drive out to la and and uh and go out there you know it's like a two hour two hour drive which was not fun not enjoyable really but it was over the weekend so traffic wasn't terrible you know driving on the 405 itself is bad but you know traffic wasn't horrible but it was full of a lot of knowledge and and that's really all you can you know that's all you can really take because you can you know if if you're interested in in weightlifting specific you know you could take all these seminars but each weight you know level one is going to be different because they're taught by other people they're taught by different people different coaches and and each coach has a different training training style and it was it was really interesting to to find out, you know, impartial what, well, you know, what coach Waxman's was and Neil, his buddy, Neil. And that was, that's really, it was really cool. Um, just really, you know, they're the way that they teach the way that, uh, the way that 
Sean kind of coaches and, and how he coaches things up. And, and on Saturday, on Saturday, it was, it was kind of cool to see it all in action because kind of how I said previously that there was, uh, between the hours of one and three on Saturday, there was a two hour lunch break. So two hour lunch break, it's like, Jesus Christ, like, what are we going to do for two hours? You know, a lot of people left. A lot of people went to go get food and all that kind of stuff. But traditionally, they open it up so you can watch their team actually train. And to watch their team actually train. And, you know, I'm in the process of getting ready, competition ready. So I, I kind of approached him like, Coach, can I can I train? And it's uh, he was like, yeah. So I went and I trained and I trained with their – I just trained on the platform in the back corner. But it's, it's a totally – it's kind of like, I guess you can kind of compare it to like cooking, like cooking. And I mean, yeah, it, in, in general, each kitchen is all that, all that it is. It's just a kitchen, but you know, you step into, you step into an Italian chef's kitchen or you step into a French chef's kitchen, you step in fucking Gordo Ramsay's kitchen and he's going to cook a lot different than fucking Ron Sanchez. And uh, and then they're both going to look at Joe and they're going to call him a bitch because he's such a fucking snob. <sighs> he's so annoying. I don't know if anybody's caught up with MasterChef, but <laughs> get caught up fucking wimps. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> you know, Gordon was taught French cuisine primarily I'm pretty sure or I could just be talking straight out of my ass but I'm pretty sure Gordon was taught in like French cuisine and and then you know his own style of cuisine like English cuisine and all that kind of stuff is it really an English cuisine I think it's kind of a mix but yeah French cuisine and and everything that he's learned over the last you know his his entire career and then Aron is uh primarily he cooks like Cajun food and he's uh his restaurants are down south, like southern style homes, like southern comfort style food, and it's you know a kitchen's a kitchen, but it's definitely you know it's definitely gonna be different. So going to you know getting comparing my coach like my coaching, you know my coaching sessions and and how I get coached up and taught, and then my training sessions with my you know my friends and my teammates is compared to like really different to you know his his tra- like his training sessions and his team's training and it's crazy it's it's one of those experiences that you kind of have to experience on your own you know and in, in whatever way it's possible and whatever it is that you're involved in and whatever way you're involved in so it's it's very it's very important to it's very important to, to get out there, to get out there and just learn a little bit, just learn a little bit. Now, uh, what was it? A couple episodes, like an episode ago, an episode or two ago, I explained how my life is, I'm kind of uprooting my life as far as my career and like what I do at work. It's not necessarily a career, it's a job. But what I do at work and kind of forfeiting a position because I wanted to sit and take a chance to go do this. And 
that's exactly what I did. You know, I, I found the seminar open up. I paid for it. You know, I paid for it with what little money I have. Uh, with what little money I have, whatever fucking, whatever it was that I could do. And, and I made it happen. I went out there and I learned and I studied and I, I, uh, I took, I took notes. I read the handbook, did everything, did everything I could. And then from the day that the seminar is complete to a week later, you have seven days to complete the test. And the test itself is a 30, 30 question, multiple choice test based on technique corrections, stuff that you learn in a handbook, stuff you learn in the actual seminar, all that kind of stuff. And I was not going to lie. I was really nervous. Like I'd never been <laughs> nervous taking a, a test before because I either knew I was going to pass or I was going to fail it. There was no in between. I was like, oh, I'm going to do okay. Like taking the AP history test that I got a fucking one on. Yeah, you heard that right. Your boy got a one on that AP history test. <sighs> Chump. What am I supposed to do with history? It already happened, okay? We're supposed to learn from history. Come on, bro. They, they should teach a class called Futurology. <laughs> That'd be sick. You know how many fucking times I've heard that in a serious conversation from, like, kids? They're like, history already happened. Anyway, uh, so I've never really been... I, yeah, taking tests in high school, it was always, it was always like, yeah, I'm gonna do good, or I'm just gonna, I'm gonna fuck this up. So it was very interesting. It was very interesting when I got to the point where I had to take the test, and I was at work on my laptop, just kind of going over the notes, going over the handbook, and I accidentally clicked on the test to activate like my first try. You get two attempts, so you get two attempts to take the test, and if you fuck both of them up, you have to take the whole course again and pay for it again, so I was not about to do that. So the whole test really took me about an hour. It really only took like 30 minutes to answer the questions, but 30 extra minutes of overthinking and going back over the test itself again and again, just to make sure everything was right. So I'm taking, I'm, I'm taking the test at work. I'm answering the questions. I'm going back, checking my notes, checking over everything, opening up all my resources, and and lo and behold, at the uh, at the end, at the end, I <clears throat> I go over it twice, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna have to submit it at some point because I was really nervous. Like my hands were shaking, my <laughs> palms were sweaty. My knees weak and my arms were heavy and there was vomit on my sweater already. It was my mom's spaghetti. I was nervous. But on this, I can't do this again. I can't do it again. I was very nervous. And like I was really scared to submit the actual test because if I, if I you know, I didn't want to fail. I knew I, I, I knew I wasn't going to. I had done everything in my power to make sure that everything was going to go well. And it's kind of like when you propose to your girlfriend. 
and I don't know about it because I haven't because she refuses to marry me yet. She says after college, but, you know, whatever. Uh, every guy knows that his girlfriend or his, his girlfriend's going to say yes most of the time. You never really, you're never going to ask somebody who you think is going to say no, but it's still hella nerve wracking. So, you know, I, I had done everything in my power to make sure that all the answers were as good as I could. I could answer them to the best of my ability. And I just kind of said, fuck it. <clears throat> uh, so I submitted the actual test and the test went through. And a second later, it just pops up. Congratulations. Congratulations. It says you are now a certified level one. USAW weightlifting coach. How do you feel? It doesn't say that. It doesn't say how you feel. <sighs> you know, but it's like that, like all this coming, like everything up to this point, like everything up to this point, everything that I'd gone through with work, with just trying to make a name for myself, just take a step forward in the right direction. It was all riding on this test and you know, I could always take it again, but that wasn't the point. It was just like, this is actually it. This is it for real. This is for reals. <laughs> this is for real. <laughs> this is for real. And and as soon as I passed it, I was like, woo! And my cousin looked at me. He was sitting down, fucking cow, suicide cowboy sitting next to me. And he looks at me. He's like, did you do it? I'm like, Fuck yeah, I did it. And he puts out some skin, puts out some skin. So I smack his hand and we high five. And I was like, this is it. Here we go. So, you know, in this day and age, being a young buck that I am, I was like, shit, shit, bro. I just did it. I'm going to put it on Instagram, bro. I'm going to put it on Instagram. So I put it on Instagram, uh, my story, that I was going to make an actual post. And then when I started the post, when I started to, when I, right before I was going to do the post, I come up on David Goggins' page. He posted something. He posted something. Uh, he posted something that really kind of fucked with my head at that at that second. It was kind of insane how how perfect it was. Cause yeah, I was ecstatic. I was I was so proud of myself and proud of the fact that I'd done this. But what he said really kind of grounded me, and it, it um it's just insane. It was just really crazy. And here it is. It's like a nice warm blanket. It's nice and comfortable. You don't want to do anymore. 
Stay hard, but keep on fucking working. I had literally just passed the exam, not fucking three minutes before that. And he posted that. And I was like, shit. Like if I, if I post something about like congratulating myself, I'm doing exactly what he's saying. Like I'm, I'm, it's like, I'm putting it up on my, I love me wall. Like I can't do that. So I, I posted it and I, and I put his quote down. It was stay hard, but keep on fucking working. And, and I, I, I think it made, it made a direct change. It made a direct change in the way that I was approaching it because I was fully prepared in, I was fully prepared to kind of sit and ruminate with, with that level one certificate and just kind of be happy about it. But I don't think I was really ready to use it. I don't really think I was ready to use it. And right after, right after I had sent the, I had sent in a group chat to, you know, to Bailey and, and my dad, I'd sent them the certificate and my dad asked the same question. He goes, what's next? And it's like, it was kind of, it was fucking eerie, like spooky where, you know, I'm sure everyone's had that, had that stuff in their life where things kind of line up where it's like, you really have to, like, you really have to listen to this, pay attention to this because if you don't pay attention to it, you're, you're, you're not listening. You're hearing the universe, you're hearing the universe, but you're not listening to the universe. And, and I was fully prepared to just kind of sit there and just be happy with it and just kind of do nothing with it for a couple weeks until the next move that I had to make. But I'm just sitting there thinking, what's next? What is next? What is next? And again, obviously that the the big goal the big goal is to to you know put it out there where you know i am i am a i am a coach i am i'm an athlete and you know with the with the small success i've had i i would love to share that and and kind of bring it out in my way the way that i can do it and as i continue to learn help athletes grow you know that's that's the ultimate goal and then on top of that i would love to get a job at a school get a job at a school and help these kids. Cause I don't know if anybody has seen it, but there has been a shit ton of videos online lately about kids lifting like a bunch of fucking idiots. And I got to stop that because kids are going to hurt themselves and I can't allow them to hurt themselves. Uh, but it was, it was really funny where, you know, I got it on Monday. I was sitting there sitting at work on Tuesday, just still kind of reeling about it, real happy about it but not really making any moves. And then Wednesday comes along and almost by like, like really crazy fate, you know, I am, I'm talking to, I'm talking to a guy who turns out to be talking to a guy who turns out to be the, uh, head weightlifting coach for a gym around my area. And he also, you know, he runs it, but they also are looking for help because the old coach that was there, is is leaving because he got a, a good job uh his kind of his dream job and that old coach happens to be my old coach um 
so it's 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 happening things are moving things are moving forward and and i'm really excited to kind of bring it out into the into the into the world but that's uh that's that's really what it is it's it's what's next what's next it's what's next and and what are you gonna do when you get it because it's one thing to just receive something to to get a certification to get a, a coaching certification to to you know to get a grant to get you know to 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 get a, a painting bot to do all that stuff to get a, a screenplay sold to put out music and and have someone come back with you with let's do a feature something you know that's all fine like those opportunities exist that's going to come at you but what are you going to do when you get it it's kind of like it's kind of like how how we spoke on how we spoke on my grandfather uh how we you spoke on my grandfather where he had that opportunity to go and be a singer and, and someone really invested in, in singing but that opportunity arose but he didn't take it and 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 in the same in the same kind of spectrum like what are you going to do when that opportunity arises are you listening to the universe are you, you hear them but are you listening <sighs> very emotional very passionate about this it's very inspiring to myself <laughs> um i think last week we talked about Oh, like the last episode, yeah, which I guess was last week. We talked about discipline and discipline, what discipline means. And, and again, because I really, I really like what was said that discipline is, is true discipline is choosing between what you want now and what you want most. And, and I really think that not too many people are capitalizing on, on, they're not capitalizing on the fact that every day doing something every day on a micro level, as something I heard from, from Gary Vee, where executing every day on a micro level, so doing more every single day will affect your macro level what you want your life to turn out to be so up at the seminar up at the seminar one of the most important cues that was given was when you're working with athletes new athletes especially don't sacrifice don't sacrifice position for weight which means you know you can put as much weight on your you can you can put as much weight on the bar as you want unless you have the technique to move it the technique mixed with the strength at some point you're going to cap out at some point you'll cap out at some point something will not be lifted something will not happen but if you have good technique if your baseline is strong, if, if you're if you're strong, if you're strong in the positions, if you're strong in everything else that you do, 
eventually that strength will catch up to that level and you'll be able to do and lift whatever. So it kind of goes hand in hand with don't sacrifice don't sacrifice what you want now because that's not going to help what you want later. That's not going to help that's not going to it's not going to help your your macro. That's not going to help your life. You have to choose between what's good now, what's good what's good on the big bulk of, you know, you have to choose what's good to do every single day. Because if you're sitting there, if you're sitting there thinking that you can skate by and, and eventually your, your, your macro, your whole life isn't going to be just the culmination of you skipping by and skating by. If you think it's going to be better, it's, I'm afraid to tell you it's not like, unless you win the lottery or, someone dies and you inherit a shit ton of money. I, I can't really say that your life is going to be better. And even then your character is not going to be in line with who it is. That's the word of the day today, by the way, everybody, it's your, it's character. Sorry. It's character. Make sure that your character's right. But, uh, absolutely a hundred percent agree with, with Gary V when he talks about maximizing and optimizing your day and optimizing what you do every single day is going to help you in the macro of everything. <clears throat> also, if you break it down in another way, he talks about slowing down slowing down the macro. Because a lot of people a lot of people are trying to rush through life and get to that point where they have everything. They have that ideal life and 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 they kind of miss out on all the opportunities and they miss out on everything that's going on in front of them and they don't really take the time to enjoy it. You know, it's part of <laughs> the part of the journey is the end. Um no, it's it's the most important part of getting from one place to another is is the journey that you take in between. So slowing down, slowing down and being patient for what's eventually going to happen and speeding up everything that you do every single day by uh, doing more, doing more and, and, and getting more stuff done daily is, is going to be beneficial in the long run. It's going to be, it's going to benefit that macro style to your, that, that macro part of you. And a lot of people have it backwards. A lot of people have it backwards where people are trying to speed up their life and speed up their speed up their life to the end result and, and slow down their their day. Don't do that. What else? I'm I'm uh I'm looking at in my in in my studio I have uh I have uh, my vision board or my intention board. I have it from 2019 through 2021. And on there in the top left corner is, it says, this is my life because I willed it into existence. Then I fulfilled my intentions by doing today what others wouldn't do 
so tomorrow I can do what others can't. Oh, there's a lot of numbers up there. There's a lot of weightlifting numbers up there. But uh, there's a few things in particular. There's a few things in particular. One of them is successfully produce two episodes a week. And I think I've been doing that pretty well. You know, and sometimes I, I go by it and it's here and I don't look at it, but I've, I've, I've been doing that pretty well. We're putting out two episodes a week is, is, is the goal that I had. And the second thing that I see right up there is, is quit my job at the end of 2019, start of 2020. And it's funny because it's I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it and it it's it kind of goes in order. It's kind of going in order. <laughs> From one thing to the next to the next to the next, it kind of goes in order. It's not numbered, but it, it kind of goes in order and it's kind of curious. <laughs> so that's that's very interesting. Ultimately, ultimately, the thing that I find most important in, in a person, in a person, and especially now with, you know, a future job that I hope to have is, is a person's character. And when speaking on character, it's, I guess it's, you know, everybody's different. Everybody has different characteristics and different things that they admire and admonish and and really perfect about themselves. And I guess and I guess the, the thing that I've always admired in people is the fact that they work hard. People working hard. That's that's something that I think has always been important to me for whatever reason. Whether it's whether it's you know, working hard at school or work or in in the gym, whatever. But I think the characteristic of, of being able to work hard no matter what, even though it's not going well, even though it's not going good, is something that I I always try to have and always have, try to keep in in my back pocket where I can pull it out and people are always like, yeah, he might be an asshole, but he works hard. I I cherish that. All right. Well, thank you for listening to that episode. I kind of I kind of got lost in in the sauce in the last like 15 20 minutes. So, thank you for uh for staying here if you did. Uh, please be sure to, you know, Leave a leave a review on whatever you know. Leave a review. Uh, give it five stars. Just be nice. Just do something. Just do something. Also, also, I'm on Instagram, Twitter. You can find that on the website. You can find the links to those on the website. Thousandwayspodcast.com. Um, as far as the new stuff that's coming out, 
uh, on the website. I'm, I'm working on it with, with my pops here, but uh, I do want to start offering some sort of, you know, online programming, probably going to give it away. Uh, probably going to give it away uh, for some sort of money or maybe not any money at all, but I just, I just want to get better. Um, also it'd be fucking super sick if, uh, if you guys, this is like a favor that I can ask of you guys, everybody out there, whoever listens and whatever, you can email me on my website. Um, email me on the email, thousand ways podcast at gmail.com. You could find me on Instagram, W L underscore C Z A R or the thousand ways podcast, Instagram or Twitter. I would appreciate it if you guys could send me videos of your what the fuck of your weightlifting. Like just send me videos of your weightlifting. That way I can kind of develop a cool eye, just a good eye for co- like just a good athlete's eye, you know, or coach's eye so I can figure out what's going wrong, you know, what's going on and uh just make me a better coach. Help me help you. Help me help you. Help me help you. I appreciate that from every single one of you. If you guys could do that, I would love that. That'd be amazing. Um, but uh, thank you guys. Uh, I love all of you guys. Thank you. And uh, I will see you or talk to you soon. I'm going to put a podcast episode out on Friday and then coming out. Um, it's going to be a little bit different. The second episode this week, I'll probably put it on Saturday or Sunday. But it's going to be an episode that comes from my dad's podcast. I'm on it. So it's, it's going to be like a little extra episode. But, you know, you kind of hear what he has to talk about a little bit. But uh, it'll be fun. It'll be sick. You know, two episodes a week. Got to make it. Got to do it. But uh, everybody, I love you guys. Thank you. I cherish you. Keep working hard. If there's anything I can leave you with, it's uh, it's this. It's stay hard. But keep on fucking working. Goodbye, everybody. Love you. Peace out. Seacrest. Bye-bye.